0: Welcome back to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Now, we all know that AI is one of the buzz terms in 2023. There's been so much talk about it, so many debates about it, and quite a few fears expressed about it as well. But Microsoft Ireland is looking to step in and fill the knowledge gap that exists for many of us. I went out to the Microsoft HQ in Leopardstown on Thursday to meet with James O'Connor, who is the site lead for Microsoft Ireland, and he told me a little bit more about what they're doing.
1: Thanks, Jess. Yeah, so what we're no- announcing is a national AI skillings program. And what it's really all about is it's got three different strands, and it's really about providing. Uh, an opportunity for all ages, all experiences, all ambitions in Ireland to engage in AI and to really understand what generative AI is all about. Um, So the three strands really are focused in on, firstly, we have a six-week bespoke program and that's really about the very basics of generative AI. So uh, that's going to be an online class over a six-week period. Uh, We're targeting about 500 people per class. It's free and it gives you an opportunity to connect and to go through and experience what AI is all about. And you don't have to be technical, you don't have to have digital background or skills. Uh, At the end of that six-week program you get a digital badge, uh, but you can also get a professional certificate um, and by doing an exam. And the exam is a little bit tough, right? So uh, it's, it's about really helping people, giving them confidence, giving them the basic understandings of generative AI, uh, understanding how you can use it effectively, where is it in our lives today, uh, and what the opportunities are for the future, and also thinking about all the ethics and security around AI. The second area then is really, uh, the second strand is basically called Skill Up Ireland and this is a program we've been building out for some time in partnership with Fast Track to IT or FIT and really it's a number of modules, it's actually nine different professional courses that you can do. This is again targeted at professional workers or graduates Um, And this is where you would go through a more immersive program and we're adding a generative AI program a professional certification as part of that process. And so that's really to get you to another level of detail uh, that will help you uh, embrace generative AI and apply that in your day-to-day work or maybe for future careers and future opportunities. And again, at the end of that process, you can get a professional certificate as well. And then the third component, and you're very familiar with DreamSpace, which is focused on primary school children and secondary school children, uh, and everything we're doing to help its children embrace, embrace digital skills and digital technologies. We're now adding basically generative AI to all of those offerings and that enables those kids as they go through our dream space experience either here in our campus uh, physically or whether to do that online through various different online programs that they also can do get certific- certificates at the end of that process as well so really, do you package it all together we really are zeroing in on all ages so primary school secondary school adults as well as graduates uh, secondly, we're focusing in on folks that have no technical background or experience uh, to people that we have more, some digital experience in, that are working today are graduates. And then thirdly, we're really going into deeper scaling as well and professional certifications. So it's really to you know embrace AI, generative AI, the opportunity of generative AI. Um, This is now really the next big era. We're in the era of AI. It's just like what we went through with personal computing, what we went through with cloud, what we went through with internet. Uh, It's here, it's with us, it's in our daily lives. And it's to help basically Ireland, as a broader level, scale up in generative AI and embrace it.
0: Yeah, and I think what's really impressive is that it is a 360 comprehensive approach. You're not leaving any one group out. But I also think the introduction uh, the introduction to AI is fascinating because there's been so much talk about AI. It's almost yeah. like one of the buzzwords of this year. You know, yeah. if you just throw it out there, you'll get into a row or a very exciting conversation. Yeah. But there's a lot of misconceptions around it. How are you going to ensure that or are you going to try and ensure that the non-technical people are uh, feel able to come to the table and have go through this course, have the conversation, and ask the questions. Because I do think some people have discounted themselves from engaging with AI because they feel like they don't have that know-how or the knowledge base.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's even broader. Like, you know, if you don't have an understanding even of some digital skills and how to use and embrace digital, generative AI can come across as scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, this is all about demystifying it and giving people confidence to ask questions, to your point, uh, learn, get an understanding. Like, AI has been around, uh, you know, some time, so it's not just that it's a brand new thing, but the technology really has evolved over the last couple of years to a point now where there is a significant uh, technology trend and era of AI that's effectively showing up everywhere in our lives. So the whole objective is to demystify it for people that are not technical or maybe people that are scared, not scared away from it, but maybe shied away from it, uh, because it is a big sort of scary thing if you don't understand it. And that's really what we're trying to do with this six-week bespoke program is to open that up. And our objective of that program is we'll learn, we'll get feedback from the participants, but our objective is to scale that up uh, and to provide you know, much more significant offering on that Bespoke program to give everybody that opportunity to demystify and engage and give them the confidence.
0: Mm. In terms of behind the scenes, when it comes to building something like this, as you said, AI has been around for a long time. There's yeah. been a lot uh, of development in the last 12 to 18 months. So how do you go about ensuring that it is digestible for people because I always cite when I went through the GDPR briefings and my brain would spin with legal jargon and so much to try and digest, you can feel a bit overwhelmed. So how do you strike the balance between getting the information across but also letting people go with key takeaways?
1: Yeah, we design a lot of these programs from the outside end. So we're very focused on the individuals that will be participating. And You know, if you think about DreamSpace, right, uh, the DreamSpace programs were developed by our team that are ex-teachers, right? So they've come through the teaching profession. They understand, uh, you know, the challenges that teachers are working through every day. They designed it very much from the the children's perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, what sort of questions that they would have, what sort of fears they would have. We've done the exact same thing with the generative AI bespoke program. So we're designing it from the outside in. Um, trying to break it down into very simple understandable components uh, and building it so it's interactive as well even though it's been done online Uh, but really and then again based on feedback Jess, we'll we'll optimize it and we'll add to it as we move forward as well just exactly as we've done with the dream space programs for primary and secondary children Mm -hmm. secondary school children
0: i've asked you this before but i'm going to ask it again (laughs) why does microsoft do this like what do you get from giving back in this way because i'm sure it's a huge time commitment it's a big effort commitment and there's a lot to it from a behind the scenes point of view so why and what do you get from it
1: well i think Microsoft has been in Ireland since 1985 we have a significant presence here Um, we're very invested in society and in uh, everything that's happening across the broader ecosystem of Ireland um, we don't believe that solving, skilling from a digital perspective and particularly now with generative AI can't just be on the shoulders of government, can't just be on the shoulders of academia, industry have to play a big role here. So we're very, very focused on this is a three way partnership between government, academia, Microsoft and general society. And we believe that, you know, by providing that um, set of training and the investment we're making in there, it's going to help Ireland Inc. overall, it's going to help our ecosystem, it's going to help our businesses in Ireland, Uh, and it's going to help our graduates. If someone can come and join Microsoft in time, fantastic, that will be a nice bonus. But really, we believe that we have to do this together with government and academia. It's got to be a three-way partnership. Mm
0: I want to talk briefly about Dream Space. When I was downstairs coming in, there was a huge group of kids uh, who just walked in and they (laughs) were buzzing. I was more buzzing because I love coming here, but (laughs) they were very excited to go through the program. That initiative seems to be going from strength to strength. I was out with some of your team earlier this year in Drummond and they were hosting this incredible um, exhibition type day where they were talking through their projects, the judging was going on. It must be rewarding to see... That the small Dreamspace team is having a massive impact, yeah. not only in, you know, that week of the kids' lives, but also it is unlocking the potential of working in tech for kids who may have discounted themselves from ever doing it.
1: Yeah, it's incredibly rewarding, uh, but it's rewarding for all of our employees and for the team that are directly, you know, engaged in managing the Dreamspace programs. But now with that we're, you know, basically we launched it in 2018, so we start to really see the impact now, because we track the kids, we have, and have done a number of studies uh, in terms of the measurement of impact, um, and when you start seeing kids really expressing that interest in STEM, going on into third level, uh, and doing different types of STEM subjects and, and courses, and then actually coming into the workforce now, that's very, very rewarding. There's a lot of Microsoft employees are all deeply engaged directly and indirectly. We have a lot of people that are actually mentoring, uh, particularly girls, particularly girls from, from uh, maybe disadvantaged backgrounds, uh, supporting DASH schools with STEM Passport for Inclusion. So there's a, this is a very big Microsoft employee community effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it is very, very rewarding. It's also very energizing, to your point. You know, we have schools coming in every single day and it just brings that extra energy to the, to the organization. We have customers and partners coming into a campus every day from around the world. Our executives, when they come over, the first thing they comment on is to see the schools, to see DreamSpace, and to see that energy. Mm -hmm. But it's a collective uh, impact that we we want to provide, and we're starting to really see that. And as we announced a year ago with the expansion of DreamSpace, we've increased our ambition to one million children across the island of Ireland. Uh, We have now got a centre also in Belfast, so we're very focused on Northern Ireland, as well as all the counties in the Republic as well. So the momentum continues to build, and it is very energizing, and it's very rewarding for employees.
0: For people to tap into the program that you've just mentioned, does it have to go through their company or can individuals put themselves forward to tap into this, you know, off their own bat?
1: Yeah, so basically for the first program that I mentioned, which is the foundation program, people can just apply. We're launching a, a website today and we can uh, put that in, up on, uh, on your ch- website as well. But basically you can just apply directly uh, and, and go through that process. For the Skill of Ireland, so there's also details up on our website around how you can apply for those uh, very specific professional certifications and training programs. And then DreamSpace is very much all teacher-led and school-led. And so that's, you know, each, each school basically submits their uh, applications and then is teacher-led through that process. So it's very accessible.
0: Yeah, because I do think that's that's one thing some businesses may say, well, look, we don't have the time or the budget to uh, upskill everybody on AI because we don't necessarily know how it's going to impact our business. But I do think particularly post-COVID, individuals have the itch to put themselves forward. And so this is something that they can do online off their own bat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting, like, you know, uh, LinkedIn, which is part of the Microsoft family, Um, But we're looking at some of the results recently and 84% of the uh, LinkedIn professionals that are in roles and jobs, all of them are outlining that they're either embracing generative AI or they want to learn and they want to really start maximizing generative AI. So to your point, there's a huge hunger uh, for AI and for understanding it, for embracing it, for using it uh, and getting more comfortable with it.
0: Um, I want to briefly ask about Um, the perception of AI in business as a whole. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of talk about fear factor. You know, if you open any of the tabloid papers, there'll be a survey of, you know, 99% of people are terrified a robot's going to replace them and all that kind of stuff. Microsoft products are, you know, a key driver for many businesses in this country. As you guys introduce other AI tools or more comprehensive AI Mm -hmm. tools, is there a fear or responsibility or... I suppose, awareness campaign from Microsoft's point of view, needed to maybe appease some people that, you know, we're not doing this to replace you, we're doing it to unlock your potential or to free you up to do something else.
1: Yeah, so we have a number of AI products. We call them co-pilots because that's really what they are. They're like your own assistant. It's like having another person in your team that's supporting you day to day in your specific tasks. And the way I think about it, frankly, is it's helping us optimize repeatable, repeatable tasks Maybe not the highest value at a task, but they're part of your job, regardless of what your role or your job may be in any industry. And So really, think about them as assistants or supporters. And that's to free up time for you as an individual in terms of what do you want to need to focus on, whether it's more think time, whether it's more innovation, uh, whether it's more creativity, and because every job is changing and evolving, right? And you know, you look at some of the recent studies from the World Economic Forum. that talk about you know, 60% of people will need to be reskilled in the next three years alone. You know, a quarter of jobs are going to change in the next five years. Um, so you know, digital is already here, and that's changing our jobs every single day. Generative AI and things like copilots are actually going to just help us get more efficient and more effective. I'm certainly not scared of it. I think it's that we have to embrace it, mm-hmm. maximize it. We definitely have to learn and understand And of course, like all technologies, there's also ethics that need to go with that and trust that has to go with that as well. And Microsoft is in the forefront Mm -hmm. of working with governments around the world around regulation. And we've issued white papers and we're very, very engaged in making sure that we have ethical uh, AI as we scale these capabilities and technologies around the world.
0: Yeah. And I think that is a key issue that, you know, legislation like earlier this week, there was progress or a little bit of progress in terms of the EU. So hopefully yeah. next year we will have yeah. uh, EU legislation in place, which is very, very important. And um, in terms of your office here, when as again, when I walked in, not only were the school kids, but there was a proper buzz. I think the yeah. last time I was here, yeah. it was me, you and three other people in yeah, the building. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, very yeah, quiet. Yeah. People have obviously come back after yeah. COVID. Yeah. Uh, how is the working policy? Is it just, you know whenever you fancy or are most people coming back?
1: So our hybrid policy basically is everybody can work uh, up to fifty percent at home or, or remotely, uh, or at least from their their home locations and then fifty percent in the office. Um, we really have seen everybody really embrace that policy, and you can see it yourself here today. Um, The office is incredibly busy. We have all of our different functions here, whether you're in sales, whether you're in software engineering, whether you're managing our data centers, whether you're in all of our different operations and finance functions, people are coming together and collaborate. And I think it's about the energy of working with others, collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're also, I think, got a lot clearer in terms of who's in, when, what teams come in, what days folks come in. Uh, but yeah, there's a real energy and it certainly has, uh, everyone has really embraced, they, they like the flexibility, but also they like being in the office as well and trying to have that hybrid flexibility. And that's our policy globally and people have really embraced that.
0: That was James O'Connor, site lead at Microsoft Ireland. And you heard James mention there the Dream Space programme, which is looking to enhance the digital education for school-going kids, be that primary or secondary. And I was delighted to grab a few minutes with Amanda Jolliffe, who heads up that entire operation. And she told me how they're teaching kids about AI.
2: So as you know, in DreamSpace, we provide very hands-on STEM-based experiences and look at future-ready skilling. So obviously a big part of that is uh, now looking at the kind of ever-increasing fields of artificial intelligence. Um, So our content from now on will always have a very and um, obviously this, what we've always done but we'll have an AI focus to it too just around basic what is it where is it in our everyday lives looking at ethics and all of that stuff as well um, and today's session we're, we're doing all that uh, we're focusing on basically trying to help students become AI literate ultimately um, and UNESCO actually uh, published some research on this recently and looked at the types of knowledge and skills that students are going to need so we're really looking at that as well to try and help like research that's been done to look at what kind of kind of activities we can provide to to students, um, and this is going to, um, this is kind of what we're going to do with every student now. Obviously, our ambition is to reach every student in Ireland. So, um, parts that will be um, actually a new Dream Space TV series on AI that's going to be coming out in January, um, and there will be episodes for primary and post-primary in the area.
0: Um, AI has been around for quite a while now. It's although there's been a massive focus on it this year. It, it is something that I'd say a lot of these girls probably have encountered without even knowing it. So how? basic an introduction do you need to do or do they kind of get it from the outset so they definitely
2: have heard the term they definitely know it's in things they're using but i don't i think what we've encountered with students because we've talked about ai for a long time to students is they don't understand what's behind it so we break it down into okay let's look let's talk about data let's talk about data sets what is data where is that data coming from we talk about algorithms. Uh, we talk about machine learning and then within all of that then you're looking at, okay, how do these things work? How do, how do we as humans work alongside them? And then obviously you bring in the things like bias. So across data sets and algorithms and machine learning bias can occur. How do we avoid that? So it's about students thinking more critically about the topic than just being like, oh, we know what it is and we know it's used, but actually really understanding it. Um, and yeah, so, but not just what it is, but the skills then of how we can work with it. How do we, um, How do we live alongside this?
0: Yeah, and that's one of the things that I always love at your sessions is that it is so hands-on. Like, yes, you explain things, but then they get literally hands-on with it and they do things. What are some of the tasks that you lay out with AI and... Are they surprised by how quickly and how, I suppose, easy it is to interact with it versus
2: learning to code? Uh, Yeah, I think the task, as you said, we do try to do things hands-on. So um, obviously explain the concept, teach the concept, and then get them to apply it. So what we're looking at is things like today, we're going to have them using Bing Chat, which has GPT in it, so generative AI, um, using prompts. Okay, how creative was that? Okay, but how do humans work alongside that? Uh, We're looking at algorithms, breaking down algorithms, finding flaws in algorithms. Um, we're looking at chatbots, how do they work? Then we bring in the data sets. So like, okay, there's a data set behind a chatbot and an algorithm and machine learning. So as I said, you're really trying to break it down into those components of AI, um, so that they really understand it. And then give them tasks to understand the components is ultimate. And then we're finishing out today with, with the ethics in AI um, and looking at how we can make sure we, we remove bias when we're, when we're training data um, to use in the technology.
0: That breaking down of AI I think would be beneficial to a lot of adults as well, because I'm the kind of person that I like to know how something works before I can kind of fully digest it. But I think that will also help people understand the limitations of AI as well, because we have, some people have this magical notion that it's someone clicking their fingers or some big program in the sky and it's infallible, but obviously that's not the case. So are you setting out the parameters and that it's not a know-it-all application?
2: Absolutely, I think one of the things, one of our slides today actually is like, is it human versus AI or is it human with AI? And I think it's human with AI. And even the, the thing they're doing today with generative AI, where they're getting the AI to generate answers, before they do that they're going to generate answers to questions and i think they're going to see actually okay this was useful but it's not perfect and if i combine what i'm thinking what i've written down with what that's created then that's really powerful and i suppose that's what we're trying to show them that it's very much about learning about it how do we use it and live alongside that
0: that was amanda jolliffe at microsoft ireland and a huge congratulations to microsoft ireland And to uh, Katrina O'Sullivan from Manute University, who won one of the Women in STEM Awards 2023 for their STEM Passport Programme, which we covered on this programme. And uh, it is an incredible initiative and it is fantastic to see the work that they're doing, not only just box ticking and saying, you know, yes, we spoke to X amount of girls or X amount of young people in this country, but it is translating into results and they are transforming people's attitudes, young people's attitudes towards technology and giving them skills that will stand to them uh, for a long time to come. So Amanda and her team are doing fantastic work. Um, the uh, programmes that James listed at the top are entirely free to do. And you can find all the information online. Just search for Microsoft Skills for AI. Now, when we come back here on News Talk, we'll hear from Phone Noah.